Good day, good day. Once again, Kingdom Corner podcast follower, devotees. The great Matt Geib here with you on a cool, clear day from the Pacific Northwest, bringing you part three of a three-part series entitled, Shall Not the God of All the Earth, or Shall Not the Judge of All the Earth Do Right? Shall Not the Judge of All the Earth Do Right? Uh, with a subtitle, because we're in the book of Daniel, we've started the book of Daniel to look at some things, the purpose, perseverance, and prosperity of Daniel and his three friends in a perverse land. The purpose, perseverance, and prosperity of Daniel and his three friends in a perverse land. This is part three. We're going to finish up today. We'd started out uh, looking quite a bit in part one. Uh, at the word judge, shall not the judge of all the earth, meaning God, do right, and what that word means. And we brought in the account of Daniel and his three friends in the book of Daniel. Daniel was a great leader in the uh, kingdom of Babylon and also uh, the Medo-Persian kingdom as Judah had been taken captivity. And wouldn't you know it, his name meant uh, God is my judge. So that's where we're drawing parallels and lessons that we can look at for today in our society, in the climate that we're in, in what's going on in our nation, in our world with all the riots, COVID-19, and, and the unrest and the, the tumultuous season uh, that is upon us like we've, I don't believe we've ever seen since maybe the riots and the, um, I would say the race riots of the 60s. And God would have us have a certain mindset, and I believe that Daniel really, really typifies what that should be from the very meaning of his name and a couple passages. I want to start out today, I want to read a passage from the New Testament for you, a couple passages, and then uh, we, will, um, we will connect this to our lesson today. Galatians 5. 22 and 23 Galatians 5 22 and 23 but the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control or temperance against such there is no law self-control that is the word I'm highlighting this evening self-control temperance uh the fruit of the Spirit, one of the attributes is temperance. And then we want to go over here to the next scripture, which is in Peter. Just give me a second. I lost my place. All right, this is an admonition from Second Peter by Peter. Grace and peace, verse 2, 2 Peter 1, verse 2, be multiplied to you. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of our Lord Jesus Christ, seeing that his divine power has granted to us everything pertaining to life and godliness through the two, true knowledge of of him who called us by his own glory and excellence. For by these he has granted to us 
his precious and magnificent promises in order that by them you might become partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world by lust. Okay, you, you, you have these things. You're partakers of these things because of God's granted you his divine nature. Now, in this very, for this very reason, also applying all diligence to your faith, supply moral excellence, in your moral excellence, knowledge, in your knowledge, self-control, there's the key word again, or temperance, and in your perseverance, godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly kindness, and in your brotherly kindness, Christian love. For if these qualities are yours and increasing, they render you neither useless nor unfruitful in the true knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who lacks these qualities is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. Let's stop there. Temperance, self-control. Uh, having uh, imparted unto us by his divine nature uh, the fruit of the Spirit. This is a definition or a likeness of really who Daniel was in these empires that were not Christian, that were heathen, of both Babylon and, um, again, the Medes and the Persians, the Persian Empire. And we had read, we had already read in our study that David, or I mean Daniel, I'm sorry, Daniel is quoted in verse in chapters 5 and 6 as being by two different kings, by um, Belshazzar and by Darius, as having an excellent spirit. And when we research that word, it basically means really similar to the word temperance. He had self-control. Uh, the Hebrew says that he had a cool or smooth spirit. He was in control of himself. He was um, a guy that would you would say would be cool under fire, cool under pressure. And that's why these kings looked to him, because there were different crises that came up, different things that came up, and he was cool under pressure. Uh, very, very good thing. And that we draw that parallel to how we need to be in this time and this season. We need to be of a cool spirit. We need to be one that doesn't act out in anger or you know, passion in a way where we do something that's uh, stupid that we regret later, but we need to be of a cool spirit. The word judge, the word judge, one of the primary uh, root meanings was to set up, to set or establish. And then when you compare that to this word for cool spirit, another parallel meaning there for the Hebrew word for cool spirit, yatzer, is also one that is erected or, or is set up or established. So those words, it's interesting how they parallel each other, isn't it? Um, so David had that in his makeup, and, and that's why he was sought out in those kingdoms um, at, at when people were in need. And that, believe me, they were in need. And, and he rose to power because people recognized um, that he had that quality. Proverbs 17:27 we've read it before one who withholds his words has knowledge and one who has a cool spirit is and is a person of understanding remember 
when we talked about Peter, add to your knowledge temperance. It's not enough just to have knowledge, just to have ability. You have to have self-control, and we're talking about the self-control of God's Spirit. And we had begun to look at the, the life of Daniel and his three friends and how they uh, rose to power, how they carried themselves in Babylon especially and later on um, in Persia. And we had talked about last week um, the, the incident where Daniel and his three friends, they purposed in their heart. That word, too, means to set up or establish. They established in their heart that they would follow God and they, the, the, they gained favor with the eunuch who was their, their supervisor, and God gave them favor, and they, they, they were allowed to have a test of 10 days of their food instead of the king's food, and um, they were found to be in a lot better shape than their fellow um, you know, students, so to speak, who ate the king's diet. God gave them favor, and then from there, God gave them favor with the king. And then they, they also... Uh, besides purposing, they had to persevere. And that's what we have to do in this time. We have to persevere. We have to be persistent in our faith. We have to be, we have to stand up and set a standard. That doesn't mean we're ornery or we act out in a bad way uh, with a bad spirit, but we, we, um, we, we set ourselves that we're going to purpose to follow God and we're going to persevere and they were, his friends were cast into the fiery furnace because they wouldn't bow down to Nebuchadnezzar's image. And God brought them through. And then the word comes in, he prospered them. Uh, or he advanced them would be the Hebrew word. The king did. Because he could see that God was upon their lives. And I think if we stand up in, in perse and persevere in time of trial and testing, like we're beginning to see now, I think, in this nation with the uh, what they call the cancel culture, what they call where it seems like those that speak out in a, an opinion that's different from maybe a, what a lot of people are saying, you know, they're said that that's wrong. And, and you know, it, that kind of persecution might even get worse. And yet um, we can purpose and persevere uh, and still stand up in a right way for what we believe is right. So I want to I want to finish up today with one last one last um, lesson from the book, and that would be Daniel's own test of perseverance. And then maybe we'll read some cross references, and we'll be done for the day, and we'll we'll have this uh, this this um, lesson. You know, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Will will be finished with what our response should be in this time of, of, of need so, and this time that we're in. So just to, uh, I just want to finish up, and I'm going to go to Daniel. We're going to go to Daniel uh, chapter 6, read through some of that. And this is regarding King Darius, the Persian king. And it pleased Darius to set over the kingdom 120 satraps to be over the whole kingdom and over these three governors of whom Daniel was one. So G Daniel was one of the three highest governors in the kingdom. Um, Daniel distinguished himself above the governors and satraps because, here's the phrase again, he had an excellent or smooth or calm or temperate spirit. 
temperance also in the, in the Greek means to have strength. It's from a root word meaning strength. So he had strength, and people could see that strength and, and had confidence in him when they were around him. So the, that's why he, he rose up in that kingdom. And the king gave thought to setting him over the whole realm. So he was like, rose the position of being second in charge of things uh, below, uh, below Darius. So the governors and satraps, you could say they were jealous. They sought to find a charge against Daniel. They could not find any fault in him because he was incorruptible. He was one that was trustworthy, is how the Hebrew says it. There was no error or neglect in the duties that he carried out, or there was no fault. Then these men said, <clears throat> we shall not find any charge or neglect, things that he's left in error um, this da and in Daniel, unless we find it against him concerning the law of God. Basically, they were setting him up. They were setting a trap for him. And um, they made it. They had the king sign a decree that they kind of penciled together. Um, and this decree said, uh, that this decree basically said that they. Um, how did it go here? They re they established a royal statute. To make a firm decree that whoever petitions any good man for 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. In other words, the king had to be the one sought for any advice. The king had to be the one uh, gone to for any kind of uh, advice or anything. Um, and the king wrote, uh, signed the decree. And it says David went home and prayed like he always did. And then they found that th David was praying and because of that, they brought this charge against him before the king, and he was cast into the lion's den. Uh, and when the king heard these words, he was greatly displeased because he knew that uh, he had been set up by the rest of the uh, leaders in the kingdom, and he had to follow through on his decree, and he had to put D Daniel in the lion's den, but he had so much confidence in Daniel that, um, you know, that he felt really bad. Um, and he was really sad, and he prayed because he knew Daniel's reputation that his God, meaning Abba, would protect him. And sure enough, that's what happened. Daniel was, the lions, were, their mouths were shut, and uh, because of that, uh, it was a testimony to King Darius. And so for this, Daniel prospered in the reign of Darius, or was advanced in the kingdom of Darius in the reign of Cyrus. So he, he stood out because he stood up for God and God prospered him and, and God um, made a way for him. These three men and Daniel, just like the title said, they were ones that purposed, persevered, and prospered uh, in a perverse land because one, um, one they purposed in their hearts or, no, or established in their hearts they were going to follow God no matter what. And two, they withstood trials and, per, and persevered. And three, then God advanced them because of that. And they were, God was recognized in their lives. And those are the principles. Those are some of the basic principles we need in this time. We need to purpose in our heart that no matter what, we're going to follow God. Purpose in our heart, we're going to be like 
I would say, like Daniel and be one of a cool and temperate spirit and have our strength come from God and, and um, tap into the fruit of the spirit, which is temperance, and then uh, be of a cool spirit and add to our knowledge. We might have a lot of knowledge and know a lot of things, but add the self-control. So we're seen as being wise in a situation. And God will then prosper or advance us. That's what I believe. Let's see if we have some cross-references here. Um, the righteous shall hold on to his way, and he that has clean hearts shall be stronger and stronger. Job 17.9 He that overcomes, Revelation 3.11 says, shall not be hurt by the second death. James 1.12 says, Blessed be the man who endures temptation or bears up under temptation. And then we read this last week. 1 Peter 1.7 But the genuineness of your faith being more precious than gold that is tested by fire may be found to the praise and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And uh, let's see. I want to read one more scripture and conclude haven't been on here that long, but I just wanted to finish up this lesson. I want to read one more passage. I want to, I've got a page. I've got a lot of notes here. I've got a page through this. Here it is. Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. And this is a prophecy concerning Jesus. We read it a lot at Christmas time. For to us a child is born, Isaiah 9, 6, and 7. To us a son is given. The government shall be upon his shoulders. He shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. From that time on, forever and ever, the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. In other words, the Hebrew words there give an idea that his government will always be increasing. And I just want to point out to you, no matter how um, bad it looks in the natural with what may be going on, whether you agree with those who are in power that they're following God or not, whether they're doing ungodly things or not, God is still in control. His government is increasing, even though you may not see it. It will be increasing until the day that uh, full redemption is brought when Jesus Christ returns to this earth. That's what I want to leave you with. Uh, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? Yes, he will. He's the judge. He will make the right judgment. And he needs us as his, as his representatives, as his Daniels, to let him be the judge and judge through us with his spirit upon us in a cool, calm, collected way as people of strength and might in his spirit. That's what he needs from us in this time. So that's my uh, three-part series on what our response should be to the time and the season we are now in. Thank you for tuning in once again to the Kingdom Corner podcast. Have a good night. <laughs>